Podcast of the month is our patch cast where we talk about our new patch for the month. Uh, and this month is no different. We're doing the same thing. It's a patch cast. Yes. I love a patch cast. One of your favorite pass- patches too, right? I mean, they're all my favorites. Every time one comes out, I'm like, I love this patch. <laughs> uh, so yes, it is one of my favorites. Um, so uh, sh- I guess we should just say right off the bat june's patch cast patch is uh the dark kingdom patch yeah you are taking us to the dark kingdom of all places <laughs> which is funny that we waited this long to do a dark kingdom patch because we talked about the dark kingdom a lot right like a year ago i think we did a whole series of podcasts about the dark kingdom and what might be in it and what would be fun, right? Yeah, and how great it would be. And we found a bunch of stuff online too. A bunch of the Disney community as a whole has this idea of what the Dark Kingdom should be and is. Yeah. And so for the, those people that don't know out there, it's a it's a villain-themed park. Right. Instead of princesses, you would have villains everywhere. Yes. Which is super cool. I, and I think it's very obvious that a lot of people really respond well to the villains because they have their own events now and things yeah oh yeah it was huge that I, we even talked about that a little bit like with the oogie boogie bash that we think that that could have been like a prelude to what uh dark kingdom could potentially be because a lot of what they did for that party would be a lot of what dark they basically made the dark kingdom for right. for a specific closed event right how awesome it was great and people loved it so before we get too much into the patch we thought it would be fun to do a list we're doing a list because people love a list i do have to say though that with the dark kingdom like we we joke that there's going to be a fifth gate at uh, magic kingdom right at disney world yeah we've joked about this quite a bit uh-huh and we thought it'd be fun if it becomes the dark kingdom yeah. i don't i don't think that's going to happen anytime soon no right i, I don't think we're <laughs> anywhere near a fifth gate right like now. 20 years off at least it feels yeah. like yeah. yeah they got so many things to do and it's going to take them so many years to do catch up i mean uh, they'll basically just have to rebuild epcot before then so. oh so crazy yeah oh. Uh, so we thought it would be fun to do a list of our favorite villains. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to hear yours because you don't tend to remember villains or movie plots or yeah anything. Are you prepared that we're going to have the ex- pretty much the exact same list? No. You're not prepared for that? I, I 100% guarantee we will not have the same we list. We always like to do things in like themes of 11, like have a, you know. Yeah. And so that I, I will be surprised if we end up with 11 on this one because I have a feeling they may be. The I same. think we might have maybe one or two crossovers, but 
I like villains for movies that you haven't seen. Okay. So I I would be surprised if we lo- overlap too much. Okay. Well, that perfect because mine are very on the nose. They're they're yeah, basic. Yeah. Is that what you're telling me? Legitimately. <laughs> <laughs> like it's. I think if you looked at the most iconic villains, I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. those those are mine. Yeah. Uh, then I'm 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 starting with my number one first. Oh, hey, that's with the number one. And there's a reason for it. So my number one all time favorite villain ah. is off with their heads. Really? The Queen of Hearts from Alice in Wonderland, right? She is your number one favorite? I just, I think she's perfectly, she she comes on this, I think she's funny. I don't think that she's actually a villain. Sure, she She's wants, just crazy. Yeah, she wants to cut off their heads. I mean, who doesn't? It uh, happens. I mean, every now and then you run into somebody, <laughs> right? By that definition, I'm a villain. And quite frankly, it's, no. Yeah, well, I see it. <laughs> Harsh. Yeah, but she's just funny and I just love her and she's over the top. Wow, I did crazy. not. I I legitimately did not see that coming. Good wow. for you, because oh. I don't. Th- I didn't think you even remembered watching Alice in Wonderland. So I, love it. I made you do a patch about her specifically. I know you did. just for me. <laughs> Worked out great. Good for you. Okay. Uh, so I'll go with uh one of my super big favorites is magnificent, marvelous, mad, 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 mad Madam Mim from Sword in the Stone. Oh. Um. We've tried to watch this numerous times and you are constantly doing something else while it's on. So I I would be surprised if you even remembered her. But uh, when Arthur is turned into a bird, he falls down a chimney and is coughing and Madame Mim is playing solitaire and says, oh, it sounds like someone's sick. I do hope it's serious. <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> yes. Uh, she has a ridiculous song about how horrible she is. And uh, then Merlin shows up and they have, I think, the defining moment in the sword and the stone, other than obviously pulling the sword out of the stone, is the wizard's duel between Mim and Merlin. Yeah. Turning into different animals. Yep. uh, And her insane cackling is just wonderful. They're in the fight, the sword fight with that. That's your number five. Yes. She's sword good. in the stone yes i do hope it's serious i do hope it's serious <laughs> i hate horrible wholesome sunshine i love her oh yeah that's right we did <laughs> want to turn her into a shirt of her own i do i legitimately would wear a shirt that says i hate horrible wholesome sunshine oh we totally need like a whole villain line of t-shirts oh, it'd be so good oh maybe next copyrighted all yeah. right oh well yeah we can't <laughs> we can't it's not even our it's not our line so oh Okay, so give us give us another villain. Then. Okay, so continuing on with, you know, what you would expect. Maleficent from Sleeping Beauty, mm, right? She's ridiculous. Right. She's like the epitome of evil in the Disney universe. And when you see her for in in the parks, her posture is phenomenal, you know. You have an obsession with good posture. I really do. Dang, I wish I had good posture. Oh, it would be ah <laughs> uh, Maybe next life. <laughs> I'm going to start yelling at you not to slouch every time I, I walk by and be like, sit up straight. I have been trying to like hold my hands behind my back a little bit to let, force me to stand up a little bit straighter. Oh, all right. But, you know, it's not the same as when Maleficent or Mary Poppins does it, you know? Mm, I just true. don't, I don't have the same figure. <laughs> I have a figure, just not that one. That one. Not that one. <laughs> but they're just awesome. The way that they look and the way that they are in the parks. And then obviously, basically, like, you know, Murphy is 
Maleficent, right? Yes. It is that same person. Yeah. That's what that is. Yeah. Her, her whole image is iconic with her horns and her profile. She's not hideous, but she's not altogether beautiful at the same time. They make her angular and pointy but then at the same time you're like but she's so pretty but she's and i not. actually think that angular is pretty oh wow i do i'm okay with that well disney villains tend to be much pointier they give them much more angles and so i think maleficent is a, a beginning of that sort of trend of giving them more pointy features um, and they i mean she's green so it's not like she's you know a, a quote-unquote normal yeah. person she's obviously something other than so again do you know what i would give for good posture and pointy features and green skin <laughs> i would take the green skin <laughs> would you <laughs> no okay <laughs> no i've always said i want pigment just not green pigment. yeah That's... what color do you want to be <laughs> uh yeah maleficent's Ooh. incredible she's an iconic disney villain and I I'm personally not a fan of the Maleficent movies with Angelina Jolie. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, no, neither. I am don't. I. I'm not a big fan of the redemption of the villain all the time, yeah. and I feel like Maleficent is one of those char- characters that's like so evil that it it didn't make sense for me to right for it to have a redemption story. So going up your list, who's your number four? Oh, sorry. Uh, we're gonna go with Hades from. <laughs> Hercules. Is this a crossover? What the Hades? No. Oh, okay. I'm I'm waiting for the crossover. Uh Hades, uh, voiced by James Woods, is pretty much fifty percent of that movie for me. He's hysterical. True. He's ridiculous, and yet he's still scary. He's threatening. Uh he very nearly gets away with his plan, except for, you know, of course, Meg gets hurt and so Hercules gets his strength back. Uh, he just has so many quotable lines, you know, oh, what is this, a party or a mosaic? <laughs> I just, I love Hades. Such a good character. Really, truly. We could do a whole podcast on just each individual of the, uh, of the, uh, villains. Oh, of each course. one of them. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. Watch that for our new 11 part series. Yeah. <laughs> There's like 30 villains. Hades is good. And he, he's a lot of why the immortal patch was just said, right? Yeah, Mortal, it's very popular, actually. We're selling through them very quickly. Uh, so, yeah, it. I based it off him holding up the bottle saying, Mortal. And it's got <laughs> the skull on top, and people seem to be responding really well to it. That's so, hilarious. Yeah. Okay, so number three, Gorilla Deville. Gorilla Deville. She's got the one of the best villain songs without her actually singing it. Oh, it's so good. It's iconic. And her car and her driving and her hair. And her oh, car, her ridiculous. Car. And how much Did worse can you get twice? than a woman that wants to skin puppies to make Oh, it's coats? pretty bad. That's, that's pretty awful. That's about as bad as you can get when it comes to a Disney movie. Legitimately. Right? Yeah. Yeah, cause you, yeah, yeah, it is. She's a crazy woman who steals puppies. And she... She... I always was put off by her smoking because mm-hmm. it wasn't even just regular smoke. It was like green. Mm-hmm. like And that ridiculous long metal pipe thing. Yeah, like her cigarette holder. Mm-hmm. And then she's like skeletally thin, but she wears this humongous coat. It's just, it's a character design that works so well. And she's 
instantly iconic when you, you know just see her in silhouette you know exactly who she is uh-huh She's i can't scary. wait for the emma stone movie to come out oh i'm okay. so excited One i hope day. it's not terrible yeah at this point i don't even if it was we wouldn't even know because we were so jones in at the right for, right for any movie to come out we're like it's the best movie ever no it's because you haven't seen a movie in months yeah exactly <laughs> best movie ever uh my next one is yzma from the emperor's new groove oh you're right she is over the top and just i mean in the best possible way just stupid it's just a stupid villain her plan is ridiculous how shall I do it? Ah, I know. I'll turn him into a flea, a harmless little flea. <laughs> and I'll put that flea inside a box, and I'll put that box inside another box, and I'll mail that box to myself. It's just stupid. Then I'll smash it with a hammer. <laughs> you stop before it gets there. It gets my favorite part. Oh, sorry. And then the, why do we even have that lever? <laughs> and then she gets turned into the cat, and it's just, uh, it's such a funny. You are so right. Funny character. Um, and so quotable. And unfortunately, Emperor's New Groove wasn't as popular as some other shows. But I feel like, again, with our generation, we've kind of latched on to it. And people love Yzma yeah. and Krunk and just think they're hysterical Gosh. because they are. I wish they would make a um, Disney Plus series about Yzma. I'd be down with that. Yeah. And they well, had a TV show uh an Emperor's New Groove TV show. I don't remember what it was called, but they had one where she was in it. But yeah, just an Yzma show I would watch. It's also the one from Incredibles too. What's her name? Not the villain. Edna Mode. Yeah, if Edna yeah. Mode had her own TV show too. She should. It could be Let's fun. Let's be honest. It could be so much fun. Good times. Oh, it's good. Uh, okay. It's yours. My turn? Yeah, because I said Yzma. That's so true. It's your turn. I'm going up next. I can't believe, I think this one could potentially be a crossover. Uh-oh, uh-oh. You ready for it? Uh, Ursula oh, from The Little Mermaid. Of course it's a crossover. You know it is. How could you <laughs> not put Ursula on your list? Because you've been listening to Heidi Blick's dog singing Ursula's song for like <laughs> months now. I love it so much. <laughs> By the way, if you haven't seen it on YouTube, go immediately. Heidi Blick and, and staff singing Poor Unfortunate Souls is amazing. She was the original uh, Ursula on Broadway. She was not. Oh, uh, really? Sherry, Sherry Renee Scott was the original Ursula on Broadway, but I love Heidi Blickenstaff. Uh, she knows how to infuse humor into her characters. Yes. And hearing her sing Poor Unfortunate Souls definitely is a forte for her. Yeah. yeah. It's her fancy moment. It is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Ursula, the character herself, uh, was based on Divine, who was a drag queen. She was written by Howard Ashman, who was a Broadway composer. Um, he was even very integral in having the helping the voice actress. I wish I could remember her name off the top of my head. Uh, he was integral in helping her find the character while she was performing. Mm. She says, I asked him to sing it, and then I just stole things that he did <laughs> because it was so good. That's funny. Yeah. So, so Ursula is amazing. Heidi Blickenstaff is basically a drag queen on Broadway. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yeah, it's so good. Again, I think of drag queen. What did be you think of um, Queen Latifah's performance of her? Did we like that? We did not. Uh, it was partially just because I think 
the uh, the production was not quite what we expected. And Queen Latifah, while I think she is a fine actress and a good singer, I just don't think that she sunk her teeth into it quite as much as she could have. Yeah. We talked once that uh, Ursula is people of, like in the fan community have decided that Ursula and King Triton are brother and sister. And that's was, in the, the Broadway musical. Oh, is it in the Broadway musical? Yeah. Oh, that's where that comes from. Yeah. Because it totally makes sense. It totally makes Cause sense. Because they both have a lot of the same powers and different things. But yeah, mm-hmm, I saw it when went out watching it again. Totally makes sense. Totally makes I sense. I agree. I'm, <laughs> I can see where Disney got it from. All right. So we do have that crossover. Yeah, we do. So we sp- spent some time on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to jump to my number one then. Okay, that works out perfectly. We should 100% already know who my number one is. Your number one is? <gasps> Oogie Boogie is my number Say one Disney villain. what? <laughs> he is my favorite. Uh, he is... I forget he's even a villain. I really like the... I guess I just really like the over-the-top theatrical type of villains. Uh, I love a good villain song. Oogie has one of the best villain songs. It's true. Um, his environment that he is in with like the black light glowing Vegas style yeah. nonsense, I just love. Um, and like I said before, to be a villain in a city full of villains, yeah, is that's pretty incredible, pretty iconic. Uh, because they're not necessarily bad in Halloween Town; they're just scary. But Oogie is he's feared by people that are whose job it is to make people scared. Yeah, that's true. So I love him. I think he's such a cool character design. And the fact that when he gets his burlap ripped off, he's just a pile of bugs for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why they made him in bugs, but it's just such a cool reveal. Uh, I did see that they have a, a fun co-pop out now that is oogie without the burlap on and it's just all bugs oh. which i thought was such a cool idea That's i wish i thought of it yeah ah. super cool yeah oogie's my number one and spoiler i didn't know that he ends up dying in that scene that's essentially what happens right you didn't know am that? i wrong yeah do you remember we recently just watched it and i was like oh my gosh that's dark i didn't know they killed him at the end like and you said what did you think they were doing I'm like, <laughs> I, I really don't think through the movies. <laughs> the great is, thing about watching movies with Steve is even if you've watched it four times, he's shocked by things I that think, happen. Yeah, I think I told you about this though, right? That when I was a kid, I used to cl- latch onto every single detail and then it made movies unwatchable and it made it make yeah. too much sense and stuff, you know? So finally one day I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm just going to just passively enjoy it. Yeah, them. don't sweat the small stuff. Because if you do, no movie holds up. <laughs> yeah, you can poke holes in right? anything. Yeah. It's like that perfect that fun series also, Cinema Sins, right? Where they go through all of the problems right. with every movie. Yeah. Love it. So true. <laughs> so my number one on the so the last one on my list, and I'm giving you a bonus. So now we're gonna have our eleven that we're looking for, right? Bonus. Captain Hook and the bonus of his alligator. Oh, uh, I love TikTok. <laughs> um yes. The interesting thing about Hook is that he's Again, very dark for a Disney villain. His whole goal is to kill a child, right? Yeah. He wants to kill Peter Pan, which is kind of dark. Yeah. Uh, he's also one of those over-the-top, screechy, yelly, 
overly flamboyant, just ridiculous kind of villains that we love. And then the fact that he has the foil of a giant crocodile that's trying to eat him the whole time. Oh, it's true. Just oh, so good. So you put the two together because without the, you put the, have to put the two together to make him great. I right. just feel like that has to be the case. Yeah. But. And I like TikTok more mm-hmm. than I like Smee. So you think you're going to put all of these inside your Dark Kingdom uh, park? I would. Yeah, yeah for sure. Of course. <laughs> um, and just we, with our last little bit we have here, we'll talk about the patch itself. Um, I waffled on this one a little bit, trying to decide, as I do every time, what I want it to look like. And we ended up going with uh, the iconic Disney symbol at the beginning of the movies where you have the silhouette of the castle and the oh, arch yeah. over it. Um, I went ahead and did that, except I use Maleficent's castle. Uh, they also call it Mount Doom, I believe. Um, and did it in that same kind of block style. And then the archway over the top, I did with black thorns uh, that Maleficent grows and um, threw in some fire at the bottom. Because again, it's very Maleficent. And I like that the fire is not fire colored. Like it's like the Maleficent colors of fire. Yeah, green in the and movie, yellow and black. It's totally how they do it in the movie, right? Yeah, yeah. That's from, oh, so good. Uh, and then I really, I love the lettering that I got for Dark Kingdom. The the D and the K are very ornate and very villainesque, I think. And where did you find the, her castle at? The castle? Yeah, like what? Where, it's what? Maleficent's castle. And you just see outlines of that in movies and things? Uh, they do show her castle pretty, ex- you know, quite a bit in the movie. Mm. Uh, so I did just find like a still and kind of, it's not exact because it's way too much detail. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the basic concept of Maleficent's castle. In the same way that the Disney silhouette is not really close to there. Right, just, yeah. It's just... It's recognizable, which is what we people want. People want recognizable, right? So if we're going to the Oogie Boogie Bash next year, this is what we're wearing. We're wearing Dark Kingdom patches. Well, and the Oogie Boogie patch. So, Oh, man. Yeah, we have a lot of villain <laughs> patches, actually. <laughs> uh, we also have the hat box and Badanon. So people like them. I keep pushing for the really fun ones, like the pretty, like the the things that I'm like, Disney people are going to love this one. Look how fun it is. And then nobody, nobody likes it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and. Yeah, I hate to say it, but literally people like the darker ones. And I, I think like the it's, darker ones. I think it's because yeah. we're adults and we see that the dark stuff can be fun. So And the Disney dark isn't as dark. I mean, it, it like it, like the worst that happens is you skin a dog and make it into a coat. Ugh. Which I guess. Or kill a child. Which new Who does that? Everybody? Hook's trying to. Uh, and, that's true. Like Snow White's stepmother's trying to get someone to carve out her heart so yeah it's all dark stuff ah welcome to june yeah welcome to june everybody this is a patch cast if you are part of our patch club you probably already got it because i try to send it out as quickly as possible if you're not part of the patch club you can always join or you can go and buy this patch specifically at disneypatch.com but it's like i always say i don't want to go to a princess kingdom let's go to the dark Follow my perfectly sculpted two-finger point to the exit. If you enjoyed today's podcast, rate, review us on your favorite podcast app. And if you didn't, help us do better by buying a patch at DisneyPatch.com. Always be proud of what makes you unique. And we'll see you next time on the Obscure Disney Podcast.